Hi there. Welcome to Work and Out, a podcast discussing the journey towards doing what you love. On the show, we discuss our own experiences in creating our passion-based businesses. We talk about all the challenges we've encountered, all the mistakes we've made, and share some of our advice to help you create a business doing what you love. Enjoy the show. I launched a product today, Paddy. So you did? We talked about it last week, didn't we? Yeah, because I kind of gave... um, yeah, we put a link to signing up to be notified if you were interested last week. Um, but today I finally, I bit the bullet and I put the actual um, landing page for it live, which is girlwiththecamera.co.uk forward slash courses. Um, good stuff, does it feel good? No. <laughs> Why not? Is it, is it meant to feel good? Like when you ship something, like when you get something finally out there and you, you see people using it or signing up or... I think this the thing that's different about this one is that it's my first paid product. So there's a mm-hmm. lot of um, pressure. And to be honest, I've just felt really jittery the whole day. So I haven't had a chance to enjoy enjoy it, even though it's, it's, it's kind of crazy that I'm out walking the dog and somebody purchases it when I'm not mm-hmm. on my computer. That's great. But I just feel really jittery and nervous, um, more so than excited. I don't know if that's normal or not. Oh, yeah, um, sure. Every time you put a product out there like we we, when we put like a new app out there and stuff i mean it's you're always worried about how how people are going to take it and and whether people are going to enjoy it or if they're going to yeah find flaws in it or or you know whatever so i mean that whole nervousness is a is a all part of it but it's exciting as well and you feel as if you've accomplished something as well once you actually hit uh launch I guess so, but also a lot of thing, something to be wary of, or is that the hard work doesn't stop there when you hit launch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, so I've still got I've still got a lot of work ahead of me. Um, I mean, I would love to actually if we could do an episode, um, maybe next week or in a couple of weeks, where I talk people through how I'm doing it, what software I'm using to automate it all, and and um, just talk about the launch and numbers and stuff and. Oh yeah, I think that'd be great. I think having an episode on yeah launching a product and 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 the kind of the stuff you have to have a kind of checklist or something or, or kind of you know tips on what what to do whenever you're before you hit launch. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, let's do that. I've bitten all my nails off. That's how nervous I am. <laughs> um, so that's not what today's episode is about. Today's episode is actually about we're talking about working for free and we recorded an episode in the past on pricing and mm-hmm. um, it was episode eight putting a price on your passion i did look that up and um yeah you paddy you pretty much opened that episode by saying or by quoting something i can't remember what you quoted but you said if you're good at something never do it for free uh-huh <laughs> so do you genuinely think that's the case or is that a gross generalization yeah i mean it depends how uh, I think you can look at that 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 phrase uh, in a certain way where uh, it's not that you're working for free as in it doesn't just mean uh, when you're working for free as in not getting paid you're still uh, you should still be getting something else out of it so I mean I think you can I think there are certain situations where you where you can work for free and and I've worked for free uh, in certain situations but I was getting something out of it it's not uh it wasn't the money that I was getting out of it but I was certainly getting something so I think you have to look at that 
yeah, if you're good at something, never do it for free. Never do it and not get anything out of it if you're not getting paid. So what about you? Do you, uh, you ever work for free? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Not all the time, not a lot, but it does happen. And I'll explain, I'll explain why, but because I do think that are actually some instances when it's okay. Um, but I'm definitely not, I'm not as against working for free as some people are, um, mm-hmm. because I don't think it's as black and white as some people make it out to be. It's quite, it's quite a complex subject. Like you said, it doesn't just have to be a monitor again. It can be something else that you take away from it. Um, but the way that I look at it is ultimately, I really doubt that I'd have ever transitioned into paid photography if it wasn't for doing free photography. Mm-hmm. So in other words, um, I highly doubt that I'd have this um, successful, yeah, I'd hi- I highly doubt I'd have this successful side business if it weren't for doing those freebies. And, and you know, that's been, that's been life changing. You mean me. like when you were, when you were starting out, you did some uh, weddings and stuff like shoots for oh, free? Or? I'd never do, I'd never do a wedding for free because that's like a full day, such a heavy workload. I, I would do smaller shoots for free. Um, like I'll give you an example then. So I remember doing a job for a boutique hotel in Edinburgh mm-hmm. and they probably do have the budget for promotion. They probably do have a budget set aside for photography, but I did it for free because I was kind of just learning to use my camera. I never saw myself transitioning into being like charging for photography. So I just, I just did it. It just kind of landed in my lap and I did it. And it was the first time that I'd ever worked with a client. So it was the first time that I've ever been given a brief that I had to follow and a deadline. You know, it was a proper mm-hmm. job that I wasn't getting paid for, but it was a proper job. It was a huge step up from just taking photos for fun. Um, really terrifying experience. But nowadays that shoot would have cost them, like if they hired me now, that would cost them in the region of at least at least £700 to a thousand pounds. But the way that I look at it is, do I think I'd have progressed to that price point, like that 700 pounds to 1000 pounds price bracket, if it wasn't for the initial experience that I'd gotten from doing those jobs for free? And no, it isn't. I don't think I would have transitioned to that point. So I think those free jobs paved the way in terms of gaining experience and, you know, getting my foot in the door and being able to go to future clients and say, yeah, I've worked with them. You know, I have this big name that I've worked with. However, it's also worth mentioning that I just did a handful of free jobs to get started. This wasn't something that I did for an unsustainable period of time, like a year. You know, these were Mm -hmm. just a couple of jobs in the beginning that kind of landed on my lap that I did for free that transitioned into paid work and just to get the ball rolling. So that's when I think it's acceptable. Um, And that's one example of me doing a job for free. Do you have any examples? Yeah, well, I've definitely done, uh, I think, I think we maybe talked about it, maybe in that, the pricing, previous pricing episode or, um, or some other episode, but like my brother has a, uh, like a sports, uh, website. And, um, so he's got a couple of, he's got a couple of those. And, and, uh, so, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't charge him for, for doing that, but I think you're, I think I have certain, 
situations like working for family and stuff, which is, yeah, sometimes you shouldn't do. But I think I have some certain situations where I would work for free. I think if you're, I think a kind of golden rule is if the, or if a business who is earning money is wanting to hire you, don't do it for free because they're, they're earning money. So they, uh, they should be paying you for that. There are other situations where if it's your, if it's a family or friend who's like trying to get a business off the ground or if it's a non-profit, then those are situations where, um, where you could look into working for free because you're going to get something out of it. And whether that's, uh, you know, just doing a favor for someone, you know, or if you're say you're working for a non-profit, I mean, that's something you'll have a really thankful client that's going to recommend you to other people. And it's something you can put in your portfolio. But I mean, when a, when a business that is actually earning money tries to sell you that and say, that they'll, you know, they'll, they promise you exposure or it'll look good in your portfolio or it'll lead to future work. If you, you know, do this one for free, that's always a scam. If they're a real business and they're earning money, then they should be paying for it. So I think that's a, that's a, yeah, a golden rule to, to live by. And that's something that I would, I don't think I would ever work for a, um, for a business that was earning money because, uh, that's just they're just taking advantage then i mean if you're wanting to i mean it's a problem when you're when you're a student when you're just graduated uh, when you're trying to just set up your own business it's it's hard to fill your portfolio um with with real world examples but i mean there are plenty of non-profits and charities out there that you could go to and design up something and if you're working for free for them then um then you'll usually have a lot of creative freedom and you'll get to do something that's really enjoyable and i mean you get to choose i mean why why would you work for free for someone who has a business that you're maybe not that invested in when you can choose uh, anyone to work for or you can work on i think you have to look at the you have to take into consideration work for free for something if you've got something invested in the project so it doesn't necessarily have to be like a profit sharing kind of thing or anything but i mean if you're if you're going to eventually get something out of it, then, uh, then it might be worth it. But the, the, I think there's a big difference as well in working for free and working cheaply. So I think if you're, I think you should either work for your full price or work for free, but never, you know, lower your price. I think when you're, when you're working for free for someone, then you're in charge. So you're, you're the one that sets the, expectations and, and what's what's delivered what you're gonna what you're willing to do and what you're willing you're not willing to do and when the client is not paying you they don't have the control so they're going to be they're going to be um trying to keep you as happy as possible because you're you're working for free for them so if you work for cheap then the client will still be acting you know the same way as if they were paying your your full price they'll still be you know demanding certain things from you but if you're working for free then you're you're in charge you you can set the boundaries wherever you want and i think setting expectations is really important if you're going to start a free if you're going to embark on a project for free and not charge for it i think you need to to really set the scope of the project and say okay this isn't I'm not just going to be a slave for for a month working on whatever you want me to work on. This is going to be a real project, and here are the 
here are the expectations and here are, uh, here are the, are the things I'm going to do. And here's my timeline as well. I can't be dedicating all my, um, time to this. Or if, uh, if a paid project comes up, I'm going to have to drop this, uh, free project, you know, things like that all has to be taken into consideration as well. So I think there's quite a lot to consider before you even decide to take on a project for free. I think people are, people think that if you work for free, you're devaluing yourself and your skill set. I take it that you do agree with that. People think that, but I think, uh, working for cheap devalues your, um, your, your business and your brand much more than, um, if you work for free. Yeah. It's weird that I actually agree with you there. That's some weird psychology, but on the flip side, can you even imagine being a business that wants to hire people for free? Like, so for me as a photographer, sometimes when I do fashion shoots, I have to work with models mm-hmm. and I've worked with models that have, have been good looking friends I've roped in and I've worked with models that have actually went to professional agencies and paid to have those models work for us. And I feel much happier when I'm paying models because I know they'll turn up and they'll give it their all and they'll get the job done. I know they won't be out the night before until 4am and turn up looking like shit because they know they've got a job to do. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're not paying people, they can be flaky and they can be useless because they're not being financially compensated. So why do businesses or people even want to hire freelancers or contractors for free? Like I wouldn't feel comfortable contracting somebody and not paying them because I don't think the work would get done. Well, that's because we're, we've been on the other side and we've tried to set up our own businesses and work for ourselves. And we, we deal with, uh, hundreds of emails from people asking, uh, yeah, can you, can you work on this really big project, but there's no budget and, and things like that. I mean, we have to, we've had to deal with that. So whenever the shoe is on the other foot and we're, we're actually wanting to hire somebody, I mean, I'm much more, um, willing to to pay someone's whatever price there they set it at if it's within my budget, but I I would never ask someone to to work for to give me a discount. If I was hiring a professional for something, I, I'm I'm not going to ask them for for a discount because that's their price is is their price, and you should be paying it just as you want people to pay you for your for your services. Yeah. And also what you mentioned about like you're devaluing yourself more if you work for cheap rather than for free. Like I've hired people to do like, for example, dev work for me who have given me discounts. But what they don't tell you is, yeah, I'm giving you this discount, but it means that you're not going to have my undivided attention. It means that I'm going to miss your deadline. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I'd much rather people would just be upfront and say, I'll do it cheap, but you're not going to have my undivided attention or you can pay me my full price and I'll, you know, I'll be yours. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're, you're taking big risks if you, if you ask someone to work for, for cheap. I mean, working for free is, uh, is also something that's, I mean, you have to really think about it and, and have a good discussion. And like I said, you know, set expectations and set the, the scope and say, this is, this is what we're going to do. And here's where the lines are drawn. And if a paid project comes up, I mean, there's a risk that I'll have to abandon this project or I can only work one day a week on it for free or whatever the, the situation is. Uh, you have to really treat it like any other project and set the scope and expectations and, and, um, 
treat it properly. Otherwise, yeah, you're going to be, there's going to be disappointment whenever deadlines aren't met or, or things don't go uh, the way that you'd planned. And the client thinks that you're providing everything for free and going to work for uh, six months for free on, on this project where, whereas you have might, you might have uh, another idea in mind. So I think you have to always treat it like a, like a real project. Yeah, I had the most um, heartbreaking email recently, actually, from somebody. I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before. I don't think I have, but it was somebody who was telling me that their parents got married and because their parents were having this really unusual wedding that a photographer offered to do it for free. And um, because they wanted to have this unusual wedding in their portfolio. All right. Um and so they all thought, when when the photographer gets this really uh, uh, this really bespoke wedding for their portfolio, and the you know the couple get to save fifteen hundred pounds on wedding photography, when mm-hmm. when, but you know the 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 wedding happened, the wedding photographer turned up and did it, and then you know six months later they hadn't heard a peep, the phone number no longer worked, wouldn't reply to emails. I think that puts it into perspective the kind of um, service you're going to get if you, you know, if you work for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but really heartbreaking. That was a really sad email. Um, but there are a few instances. There are a few instances when I do think it's it's okay to work for free. So I'm going to tell you them. Okay, shoot. And you can you can tell me if if you have any more to add to the mix. Okay, so one of them is when I think you you're going to pivot in a different direction. See, whenever I say pivot, I think of the friends scene with Ross Geller. Do you know what I'm talking God, about? Taking the sofa up the stairs. Yes, yes. Okay, anyway, I'm glad I'm not alone in that. Um, so, for example, I position myself right now as a wedding photographer, and if you go onto my portfolio, there's like a dedicated wedding album. What if I wanted to transition to becoming a sports photographer? I couldn't go to a potential client and say, here's my day rate, can you hire me? And I've got nothing to show them. So if you're pivoting in a different direction, I think it's okay to kind of take on a few jobs for free to to kind of beef up your portfolio. Um, Would you agree with me? Well, I mean, so you're beefing up your portfolio. So how how would you choose what what pieces to put in that portfolio? Which pieces would you uh, do for free? Well, like I said, if I'm like changing the, if I'm moving into a new genre. Yeah, but like which, like would you do it for like a non-profit like company or would you kind of, like you, you've said you've like hired models and stuff before, like would you set up something yourself rather than working for, you know. A, uh, oh, well, I mean, I guess it depends what, what it is you're moving into. Like if I wanted to become like a, if I wanted to get into photographing football matches, I'm not going to set up a, a football <laughs> match. You know what you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But mm. um, I'd maybe approach a team and ask them if I could sit in during one of their games and, and get some photos and they could use them and I could use them. So that can yeah. compromise. Like you said, you're still getting something from yeah, it. Yeah, as not- long as you're still, yeah, getting something out of it. And it's not, it's not a clear someone's taking advantage and they're just getting all the, all the gain and you're, you're not really getting much out of it. But I mean, something like that where, yeah, if you went and you got to take, you got to be let into the, on the sidelines of the, of the football match and you got to, you know, take really good photos that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to take before. And then, yeah, you, you give it to the club or whoever and they, they can use them and you can use them. I mean, that sounds like a mutual, um, 
agreement there that that you're both getting something out of it so i think that that sort of stuff when you're building up your portfolio i think is um is is fine yeah and here's another one this is a good one right this is another instance where i think it's okay to work for free mm-hmm. paying it forward so i've seen a lot of people do this so if you've had a great run of projects lately mm-hmm. like give something back so like recently i saw um, one of my customers, Insurance by Jack customers on Twitter, mentioned that they'd had a really, they'd been really lucky, they said. I don't know if I believe in luck, but they said they'd been really lucky with um, projects and working money and they wanted to give something back. So they were ha- going to design a logo for somebody. Right. Or perhaps it's a designer who um, wants to do a bit of, like wants to redesign a charity website. For me, I did a favour for a development company who launched their first product last year and photos were this were like a key element of demoing how the app worked but mm-hmm. it was going to cost them a fortune to license photos through Getty so I just gave them a bunch of my photos for free didn't charge them for licenses and I um I completely like I bumped into them a few months later at a conference which happens I didn't know they were there I just mm-hmm. bumped into them because it happens at conferences and um the gratitude that they expressed because they were like we didn't know we'd be able to launch on time because you know we we just didn't have the money to stump up for for paying for photography and you really helped us out um so the gratitude that they expressed made it worthwhile and they bought me drinks for the rest of the night (laughs) so I'm a big believer that if you do pay it forward you'll get something back Um, yeah definitely I think you're I mean that that there you're not uh you're not getting nothing out of it. I mean, you're you're getting the good feeling of helping someone out as they're launching their business. And, and I think it's, yeah, there's a big difference between working for someone who's really just trying to get something off the ground. Uh, that's a, a long-term thing. I mean, that's a really, if you know the people involved or you can see their, their passion and you've got kind of, you could invest in them uh, and think that they'll be, you know, there down the line. I mean, that's good to, that's good to get in at the ground floor or, or, you know, have them as, as friends on down the line, whenever you're, uh, you know, who knows what, what'll come about and they might be able to do a favor for you sometime. But I mean, it's, it's different than, uh, that's, that's a one situation where it's, where I think it's okay to work to help people out, um, when they're actually trying to launch something, but it's different from, um, so if a business is already in business and already earning money, then, then I don't see any, any, uh, gain there for you to, to help them out for free. But yeah, I think that's as, as long as, um, you're getting something out of it as well, or you're, you know, it's something that you, uh, if it's in your field or you think it would genuinely help your, uh, your field out or you enjoy the product they make and you just want to, it's kind of what, you know, Kickstarter is built all around is, is, you know, you see people pitching projects and then you kind of invest in small amounts and because you, you want to see it through. So, I mean, you can, you can do that sort of thing by supporting businesses by, you know, giving them your services or photographs or yeah. Whatever it is. It's so hard. Like it's, it's so hard to start out in business. So yeah. it's, and we've all been there. So I like to try and help other people when I can. Mm-hmm. 
And lastly, just the really obvious one, just when you're first starting out and um, not only do you need pieces for your portfolio, but also just the experience of, you know, like project management, working with clients, pay, um, well, you wouldn't get any experience with payments because it's working for free, <laughs> but, you know, that that aspect of it. Yeah. So those are the only instances where I've ever worked for free and therefore where I think it would be okay. Can you think of any more to add to that or is that does that kind of cover it? I think we've covered everything I think we've covered everything, all the situations where I would work for free. It would be for, you know, friends or family or if it was a, if it was a particular business that was, was just launching and I really had something kind of something invested in it, whether literally like investing in it, cause that might also be an option. I mean, you don't, uh, you don't have to give your services or, or product away to, uh, to a fledgling business for free. I mean, you can talk to them about a, a profit sharing agreement and, and instead of instead of getting paid for your work, you get a certain percentage of, of their future business. And if it's something you believe in, I mean, that might be an option. But I think uh, I think as, as long as you decide whether to, it's either get your full price or work for free and never work for for cheap. I think that's the the most important point that I can make when it comes to this whole topic. But what if it is all relative though? Like I have no kids. I don't have many responsibilities outside of myself and my work and my dog. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I don't have a family depending on me to pay the bills. You know, it's just myself that I assume responsibility for. So I kind of can't afford to do the odd job for free. It's like a small odd job here and there where somebody who has a family of four to feed and whose time is already stretched really mm-hmm. thin between working and family. They may not have the capacity to work for free. I think it depends on your situation. I do think it's all relative and that's why it's not as black and white. People are so, it's such a taboo thing to work for free. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, it's not that black and white. Well, you definitely have to always think of what, what are you going to get out of this, this project um, that you're going to, yeah. You're, that you're considering doing for free. And I mean, if you, if you can't afford to give up the time and just for, if you can't afford to give up the time just to, to uh, help someone out that you're, um, but you're, you know, losing, losing money on it or losing time that you could be spent um, spending, you know, providing for your family. I mean, you have to, you have to really consider it. Um, the, you know, weigh up the, what you're going to get out of it versus, you know, the time you're going to spend and the resources you're going to put into, um, the, the actual project. And I mean, you have to think about the long term as well and, you know, adding to your portfolio and getting some contacts and getting good experience with, with, um, dealing with clients and contracts and all of that sort of stuff. I mean, it's uh it's a difficult thing launching a new business and kind of moving into a new um a new way of working if if it's the freelancing is not something you've done before but you have to yeah whenever you're setting up a new business you have to make sacrifices as well so it's you have to just weigh it all up and see what you're what you're going to get out of it for your for the time and effort you're going to put in and not being directly paid for it because I mean, if it's something like, if you come across a a, a business that that uh, are you you're working, um, if you come across someone who's got a business idea that you really think is um, is a 
worthwhile venture and and you really believe in them and their passion i mean it, it if you have a talent if you have a skill that that you can lend them for free um in exchange for you know a a piece of the the project a piece of the the business then uh, i mean that's definitely something that's that's uh also something to consider i mean you could get paid now in the short term for your little bit of work but if you invest in something uh in the um in the early stages i mean that could really like pay stocks. off then yeah well uh, i mean like uh yeah i mean if you're if you someone comes up with an idea i've got a great idea for this uh photography for this uh, showroom or something like that there and the the this art gallery right and i want to set this up and and someone came to you and said would you mind if i use some some of your photographs in it i mean you could you know, invest and, and draw up an agreement that you would have some sort of uh, share in the in the gallery itself, but you would provide the photos for free. And I mean, that's that's a a good situation for you. I mean, if you've already if there you know if there were photos that you'd already taken, and and so I mean, uh, to give them to them for free, you'd be getting something worthwhile out of it rather than being paid upfront. I mean, you would get. Um, you would have a share in the business or something like that. I mean, you have to, yeah, you have to take each um, each proposal, you know, with consideration whenever you're going to uh, work for free. Yeah, I think that you and I are both actually on the same page about this. So what, what we're basically saying is that um, it is okay to work for free. Sometimes not everything is about money. Sometimes you may do it for other reasons, but you just have to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. There we go. Well, that's us come up to 30 minutes, practically on the dot. Wow, exactly. Nice. This, this went really fast, by the way, or is it just because <laughs> I'm really jittery today? Oh, are you going to get back to um, get back to checking uh, all your sign-ups? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go back. I just um, checked there and I had another sale and I'm going to go back and try to pimp it everywhere. But I totally, I feel terrible because I came on this today and I was like, ah, jittery and I forgot to ask you how you are, Paddy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very well. Thank you. Great. <laughs> oh, well, you've been listening to Working Out Podcast and you can find us at workingoutpodcast.com or on Twitter at Working Out Show. And sign up to our new our new newsletter is that what you call it a newsletter or a mailing list uh yeah you can call it anything you want well that's at workingoutpodcast.com forward slash newsletter thank you okay talk okay. to you later bye bye that was really loud <laughs>